Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated economist here. Thought I'd talk a little bit more about real estate. Well, actually, talk about property over in China. Now, the things that are taking place in China, I feel, are going to take place around the rest of the world. And this is something that I've said many times.、Um, you know, you think about it. China got COVID first. They locked down first. They, you know, stimulated their economy first. They were the first ones to tighten、uh, monetary policy. They were the first ones to do pretty much everything that is going on throughout the rest of the world, and including the United States. And so, part of that was trying to reel in the irrational exuberance that was taking place within their property sector, because the property prices were just going off the charts, very much like what was happening here in the United States. And so, they used the excuse that they were going to try and slow things down by lifting of interest rates. Well, what did this do? When you start lifting interest rates, it starts putting a burden on the corporations out there, as they have difficulties rolling their old debts over into new debts. So companies like Evergrande, who are the largest property developers in the entire world, over in China, they have these debts that are due,、okay? and they're due in dollars, but a lot of them are due in, in you know local currencies as well. So not only are they due in Chinese yuan. But they're also due in U.S. dollars, and that U.S. dollar debt is really what hit them hard because that's what everybody focuses in on. If the dollar bonds get paid, if the offshore dollar bonds get paid, then their credit rating is pretty good. But if their dollar bonds begin to default, their credit rating is getting hit pretty hard, and that makes rolling their old debt over into new debt very difficult, and they have to pay a higher interest rate on that. And that's where the problem begins because they can't make those payments. So then they go into default. This is a major problem as there is properties out there that they have promised to build that haven't even begun to get started yet. And there's people making payments on those things, or at least up until just recently they were making payments on it. And there's been a lot of protests taking place because of it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But anyway, this is really the problem that has taken place there now. Is because as the interest rates are beginning to rise and causing that rolling over of old debt into new debt ever increasingly more difficult on on these Chinese property developers, not only are they going into default, but now the property prices are beginning to fall as well as they are selling off their assets or anything they can in order to try and make those payments off. So, although it is working for reeling in the irrational exuberance, what it's doing is it's causing a lot of these property developers to may even go into bankruptcy and completely fail altogether. So, I think we got to keep an eye on this. Like, look at the article down in the description. The things that are happening because of Evergrande have caused a contagion into other property developers, and this is property developers. I think it was CIFI, if I remember right. This is a Property developer, a corporation that is backed by the Chinese government, that is failing. I mean, think about that. That's like bad, bad case scenario, right? So, anyhow, if this was to take place here in the United States, what would it look like? Well, first thing we would have to see is the interest rates rise. All right, number one, we've seen that happen. Now we have to see the property developers here in the United States start to have issues with rolling their old debt over into new debt. So give us some time, and we should start seeing issues with that. 
We are talking about the zombie corporations here in the United States. And here in the United States, we have an issue with the unemployment. And this is how I feel that the Federal Reserve is going to try and get the unemployment to rise. And if you can get unemployment to rise, then people will be spending less money. And if they spend less money, then the inflation will come down. And that's what the Federal Reserve is shooting for. So by lifting up interest rates, they're going to try and slow the consumer down. But what they're also going to do is they're going to cause the spread between what the property developers or just all the corporations out there, the zombie corporations or even the viable corporations, but yes, definitely the property developers, as the interest rates rise on the safe treasuries, the safe U.S. debt, the guaranteed to pay no matter what, zero chance of default. So you can either put your money towards the safe asset like the U.S. Treasury or you can take on risk by going into the corporate debt or anybody else's debt essentially because anything above or anything less than the U.S. Treasury is risky. Well, what ends up happening as those U.S. Treasuries rise is it starts getting closer and closer to those bond yields on the corporate, on the uh, property developers. So in order to attract the investors, the yields on the corporate bonds have to start to rise. If the yields on the corporate bonds begin to rise, the price is falling and the payments that these guys have to make starts to increase and they're able they're not able to get as much funding from borrowing money because they're selling these bonds for less as the yields rise bonds prices work inversely to yields so as the yields rise interest rates rise the prices come down that is going to be very difficult for a lot of these corporations to handle because borrowing money is pretty much the only way that all these corporations work is that they borrow money into existence to keep themselves into existence, to keep them functioning and using their earnings to pay that back. If you cannot roll your old debt into new debt or rolling your old debt into new debt means that you can no longer make your payments, that's insolvent, that's default. And at some point, somebody's not gonna get paid. That is a very big issue when you think about when it comes to property prices because the property developers themselves, if they do start going into a defaulting contagion scenario where everybody in the in the whole industry starts to fail they're going to start selling those properties off in order to make their debt payments in order to make their bondholders whole again if they do that you're going to see property prices come down but now this is something to think about because also at the same time there's going to be less property developers building new homes they're going out of business so think about that. They're going to sell their assets off, which is going to cause the prices to come down. But then there's going to be less inventory coming onto the market because they are failing. Very much like a bullwhip effect. So when people were asking me a while back, is there going to be a bullwhip effect in housing? Well, these are the type of things that you look for. Take a look at what's happening in China with their property developers over there. Take a look at the property, what happened to that. Prices came down. Take a look at some of these properties that they're supposed to be building. They're not, they're slowing down and stopping because the property prices are coming down. So there's less inventory coming onto the market and they're starting to fail, these property developers. So when they do finally get the, what to say, the, um, the debt undergrowth, right? All those bad debts, all the malinvestment. Once they start clearing all that stuff out and it's time to rebuild again, and it's time to you know fire up and get new homes started, there's gonna be less property developers out there to fill in the demand. You see what's happened here? So trying to bring in new inventory is going to be very difficult if that's the case, if that's what you know is in demand at the time. The property developers have gone out of business. They won't be there. So, and again, we have to think, 
how long will it take in order to get new property developers back up online and building into a, or at least supplying a sufficient amount of homes into demand to keep the prices from rising during that time. I mean, yes, we are going to see a housing market correction for sure. How long will it last? Anybody's guess. How bad does it get? Again, anybody's, anybody's guess on that. But at some point, we're going to see it bottom out. And when it does turn around, there's not going to be a lot of property developers or inventory out there to fill in. All right. <laughs> Uneducated economists, you guys let me know.